Hey there, so thanks so much for joining me today. I'm excited that you're here, excited that you want to know the truth. We want to know the truth, and Jesus wants to tell us the truth. And it's such a time that we really have to have ears to hear because He's warning us that He's coming. And so we want to know the truth. We don't want to turn away from the truth because if we do, when He gets here, it'll be too late. We need to acknowledge Him now. So let's do that. Jesus, we acknowledge you. We thank you and praise you for your presence here. We thank you for your truth. We want to be corrected. We're excited to be corrected because you love us. And if you didn't correct us, then we're, we'd miss you when you come. And so we're open for correction. I pray for the people to receive what you have to say to us today. Just speak through me, Lord. We thank you and praise you. Give you all the glory in your name. You know, um, I always tell God to correct me because a long time ago I learned that if I disobey Him, then He can't do anything in my life. And having a crisis, having a surprise in my life is not something I look forward to. So I've asked Him to correct me because I found out in that crisis that I had, the one where I was at that place, He said it was because I didn't obey Him. And so I said, Lord, correct me. And He has been doing that. And now, with the time being near that he is coming, his correction is a lot tougher. And I want it. I mean, sometimes I think, wow, it's so much. But, you know, it's because he's telling us the truth. Living here and living in the kingdom of heaven is entirely two different things. Um, he, He shows me things that are so different, like just a simple thing of garbage laying around. He said, we don't do that in heaven. We don't let garbage lay around. So I'm always picking up people's garbage. And it gets really gross, and I don't want to do it. And, you know, when I don't want to do it, I feel him beckoning me. You know, we are in a time of testing as well, and he's told me that over and over again. And I feel like my testing sometimes is really, really um, extreme. But... I want him to correct me, and so I don't complain. I just do it. But, you know, sometimes I catch myself saying, okay, next time. Next time I'll pick it up. It's so inconvenient. My hands are full. Um, I passed these cards out. He wanted me to share this with you today. I passed these cards out to people because they don't want want me to talk about Jesus much. They don't have time. Most people, especially in winter around here, you're running in and out of the store. And for me, it's inconvenient to to do it's inconvenient and so I, I guess I was saying I didn't realize I was saying next time Lord he'd say give that lady a card and I'm like next time or I'd respond too late and I'd have to drive back and she'd be gone and then I would feel really bad and I guess I kept saying next time a lot because I heard him say just a couple days ago oh next time huh next time and he said what he, I think he meant he said you have 10 more times to say next time. But I think what he meant is, and I don't even know exactly how he said it anymore because it scared me, like I had 10 more times. And so what if that means that um, the 10th time it'd be too late and he'd be here? Or, you know, he's coming. He said our time is almost up. And so I know what he was telling me is your time is almost up. What if he would get frustrated with me after the 10 times and stop asking me to do that? And then on that day when Jesus comes, he'd say away from me, I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. And I have that right here. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, first of all, think about it. 
He's not even talking to unbelievers or people that don't want anything to do with him. He said not everyone who calls him Lord, Lord. So I can be calling him Lord, Lord, and it says not everyone who calls him Lord, Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father. And so if I say, oh, next time, Lord, too many times, then I'm going to be like right here in this category because he said, many will say to me on that day, um, Lord, we prophesied in your name. We did this in your name. We drove out demons in your name. He's going to say to them openly and publicly, I never knew you. Depart from me. You hack wickedly, disregarding my command. And so if I'm disregarding his command by putting him off, and that's not the only thing I put him off, and I've been putting him off a long time. It's inconvenient. It's uncomfortable. Nobody wants to hear it. And then what about being ashamed of him? That falls into that category, too, because you know these people are, um, there's one place I walk, and in that area, they have a lot of money, and so they just, like, look down, uh, maybe kind of like the rich man, they look down on that message. They don't want to hear about Jesus. They don't need Jesus, just like Jesus said in um, Revelation 3, um, that we think we got it together. They think they got it together. They got money. They don't need anything. But then what about when Jesus comes? Then where are they going to be? Their fancy houses are going to be gone, their fancy clothes, you know, their attitude of not thinking they need anybody or anything. That's all going to be gone. And so we do need Jesus. And he's asking us, you know, we say, we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Then he would say, will you do this greater work for me? And we don't have time. Or it's inconvenient. He really called me out, and he scares me when he does that. And he scares me into um, realizing so many things. And for one, I'm saying, I don't care about what you care about. You know, we say we love him with all our heart, all our soul, and all our mind. But do we even know that he's going through something right now? Do we know that he's grieving because he's coming and we won't listen to him? You know, um, I think that, for me, what I've noticed is the people that are born again, when I want to give them a card, they go, oh, I know, I know. But really, he's saying, those who call me Lord, and they act like they know, and they don't want to hear it, and they don't want to discuss it. But um, those are the very ones that I think he's talking to, like me. You know, I was like that, too. I'm like, oh, no, I know, I'm good, I'm good. But we're not good. Unless we do everything he says, if we don't practice his law, he's going to say, I didn't know you, you who act wickedly disregarding my command. You're ignoring me, right? And I ignored Jesus once in a while. I ignore it, but he's called me out because I asked him to correct me, Lord. And he tells me, you're ignoring me. You're putting me off. Oh, next time, huh? Next time. And when I heard that, I'm like, there's not going to be a next time. And still, I messed up one other time so far. So I don't know if I have nine times left, but I'm not going to mess up nine more times. You know, even like days like today, I wasn't planning to do a video. And he said, oh, next time, huh? It's inconvenient today. Nope, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I love it that he tells me what he's thinking and how he feels, because I don't want to be in that category on that one day where he says, I'm not acquainted with you. I didn't know you. 
You must have been in fellowship with someone else. We might have been in fellowship with the enemy because he's like, that's okay. You can do it next time. Oh, God doesn't expect that of you. You know, so many times I was thinking about that this morning when he was telling me what to say. Um, In church, um, when I would give a word, it would always be one of these real convicting words that people didn't want to hear. And so I wasn't received very well. And... These messages I have now are the same way, but you want to be convicted. You don't want to, on that day, be tossed into the furnace. And we need to talk about this. You need to confront it. You don't want to just push this aside and think, no, I said the prayer, I'm good. It doesn't matter if you said the prayer. You said, many are going to call me Lord, Lord, and I did this in your name, and I did that in your name. Well, maybe he'll say, well, you wouldn't pass out those cards. You wouldn't listen to that video. You know, we are so selfish. That's the other thing he was showing me today. I don't want to do it because it's my time. I remember the first time he convicted me, and I'm writing a book about it, um, the man in the, the red flannel shirt with a hose in it. Well, the name of the book is um, not exactly that. But anyway, um, I ran into a homeless man, and it wasn't a convenient time. I was thinking, this is my time off. I did my video. It's my time off tonight. But this man needed Jesus. And that's how we think. We're selfish. We don't want to have anybody else's um, problems. We just want to take care of us, and we want our time for ourselves. And Jesus is coming. And that's what he's saying. There's no time. He said to the disciples, couldn't you stay awake even for an hour? He was telling them, there's a big thing coming, and you're sleeping, and I need you awake. I need you to pray for me. And he's saying that now. Watch and pray. I'm coming. You know, this morning got me up so early, and I was thinking inside, you know, like, oh, man, this is too early. And then I wanted to go back to bed. And then he mentioned the video, and it's so inconvenient. And I was so tired. Well, I'm not tired anymore because he reminded me of, oh, next time. And I want him to remind me of that. But, you know, and, and then he was talking about the disciples. They weren't prepared. They didn't watch and pray. And so when everything went down, even though Jesus told them what was happening, they all took off. Jesus is telling us what's happening, what's going to happen, and we're not listening. We're falling asleep. And so my message today to you is to wake up. He's coming. Stop putting him off. This card says, Jesus is coming, and I I had them made because he asked me to, because like I said, people don't want to stop and listen. And it has my website on here, and on the back, it says this very scripture that I read to you. And something else that God said to me, he said to me one day, many of my children think that they want to move in with me when they leave here. But right here and right now, they don't have time for me. They don't know me. Or do they agree with me? But still, one day they think they're going to move in with me. So I don't know. You may go before Jesus gets here. Jesus may tarry. I don't know how much longer. But the reason he's doing that is the word tells us it's because we're not ready. It's not his will that one should perish. He's warning us. We're in the last hour. And so all of a sudden, time's going to be up 10 more times. What if I just had 10 more times to do what I'm supposed to do? And then I would miss it and it would be over. I beg you, Lord, this doesn't happen to me. Help me to obey you, Lord. I pray that. Help me to make it to heaven, Lord. And you need to pray that too. And be humble. You know, just because you're born again, just because you've been a Christian for how many years and 
Someone tell me their wife died and she's in heaven and I know she's there and don't talk to me. I, I don't want to hear anything else just in case I'm wrong. I don't want to know that because then I'm going to feel really bad and on and on and on. You can get it figured out now before Jesus gets here. You're going to stand in line and you're going to be judged and you want to make sure that you're right with him. You want to make sure you're right with him. Now, before he gets here, and you know, if you're thinking, well, I don't hear his voice. He said, my sheep know my voice. And he told me to tell you this today. If you haven't heard his voice, that's your fault. Then you didn't humble yourself and pray. You didn't get on your knees. You didn't take the time to get to know him. You can ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you. The word of God tells you that. We got a book. He wrote it down for you. He is his word. Start in the New Testament, if you don't know what he said. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and then keep going. And you're going to know him by knowing the word. He is his word. And then if you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, he will. And he'll teach you and he'll correct you if you let him. If you ignore him, then he'll ignore you. And then on that day, he's going to say, I didn't know you because you disregarded my command. If you love me, you'll obey me. That's what God is saying. He said, if you love me, if you really love me, then you're going to obey me because you're going to care about what I care about. And I care about my children that don't know. And I want everyone to have a fair chance. You know, so many people say, well, you know, no thank you. I don't want to hear it. No thanks. You know, I just think to myself, wow. And I also learned from doing this that you don't want to argue with them. You know, they don't want to hear anything else. Most people don't want to hear anything else. On the other hand, there's very few. One man I ran into, and he started crying as soon as I said Jesus. And so, you know, it is worth the few. It's going to go after one lost sheep. And the people that reject me now, he said they're rejecting him. And they'll remember that day. And so, your part, too, is to go and do what Jesus is calling you to do, to do the things that he did. He said, if you believe, then you're going to do what I was doing. If you're my disciple, then you're a disciple. And if you're not watching and praying when he comes on that day, you're going to be so shocked that you're going to wish he didn't even come. That's why he said he'd come like a thief in the night for some people. Because when you come, if, you're, if you've got God's before God, if you don't have time, you know, if, if Jesus isn't your life, then um, you're going to wish he didn't come because this is the end then. That's when you're going to go to hell. That's when you're going to be judged or you're going to go to heaven. And so you want to keep your mind on him. This is our last warning. You got to keep your mind on him. And I don't know exactly what 10 more times means, but I don't want to find out. And um, as time goes by, though, God does show you more and more. And so I'm sure I'll have more of a revelation as time goes by. But today he's saying, stop putting him off. Stop saying next time, Lord, because there might not be a next time. It'll be too late. And then when he comes, you're going to be in shock. And as I said, you're going to wish he didn't come. You're going to resent him. You're going to be running for the hills because his wrath is going to come to the earth. Matthew 24, read it. Read what Jesus said. And then be ready. Get ready. Watch and pray means get ready. Get right with him. Don't have a God before God. Do all his commands. And you know, the other thing is when he's telling you to do his commands, what he's doing is telling you how life is lived in heaven. We don't leave garbage on the ground in heaven. We love people in heaven. I watched this video this morning about, um, and he led me to watch it, 
um, this little boy and his parents were so busy on their phone, you know, and then when you think on your phone, you're thinking uh, Facebook and, and all the things that you feel like you got to compete with. And it's just a distraction and it's a tool of the enemy that the, the media is, you know, you're just getting wrapped up in, oh, I'm not as good as them. And, and then it makes you like crabby and distracted and you don't have time for your kids. Or anyone else. It's all about you and you're feeling bad about yourself. And I want to tell you that is the enemy's boy. He's trying to keep you from God. Jesus said, as soon as you hear the word, the enemy's going to come and try to take the word from you. And the word is God. He is out to steal God from you. So that's my message today. Stop putting God off. Pretty soon it's going to be too late. And you're going to be sorry that you did. You don't have to have things perfect in your life to go and to do his will. You don't. Because you don't want to say on that day, well, I didn't have the perfect this or I didn't have that. And I didn't have what you gave this preacher or I don't have a degree. There is no excuse. He didn't say that. He said, if you believe. He didn't say you had to have perfectness in your life. And besides, his definition of perfect is to be mature like him. And to be mature like him is not to be selfish, not to be thinking about yourself, not to ignore other people, but to prefer other people. That's what he's calling you to do. That's what he's calling me to do. He's in love with us. Pray with me. Jesus, you said in Revelation 3.20 that you're already knocking at the door of our heart, and we want to answer that. We want to answer the door, and we're asking you to come in and live on the inside of us and teach us your way. Teach us the way you do things. Teach us what life is like in heaven so we can start preparing for that and help us to stop putting you off. Help us to recognize, talk to us, correct us. We want your correction. And we thank you that we will hear your voice. When you give you that, when we give you attention, then you're going to give us that attention. You said that we should come to you, draw near to you, and then you would draw near to us. We're drawing near to you, Lord. We thank you, praise you for everything that you do for us already and all the more that you want to do. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. I just feel like he has a word right now for us. What are you saying, Lord? He's saying, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You can rest in me. You don't have to worry about what you're going to eat, what you drink, what you're going to wear. You don't have to worry about your life when you come to me. I will show you. I will tell you things to come. Thank you, Jesus. So if you said that prayer with me today, I would love it so much if you let me know. And now just come in agreement with him. Just agree with him and he's going to take care of you. And, you know, you don't have to be like all the way there when he gets here. As long as you're watching and praying, as long as you're doing what you know to do and you're seeking him every day, I just want to encourage you, get on your knees and read the word. And then he'll show you how to be ready when he gets here. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.